I am life and leadership coach, Tara Keach, and this is the Inspired Leaders Podcast, where you learn how to lead an inspired life so you can inspire those you lead. Today's episode is a part of our super special series where we are highlighting our Inspired Leader Award winners. I am so excited to bring you the real life stories of these real life all-star leaders who are in the world, making it a better place every single day. You're going to hear their stories, gain the advantage of the lessons that they've learned along the way, and listen as they speak directly to you. They are sharing the advice that they want you to know. This is the inspiration and insight that you won't hear anywhere else. I hope you get as much richness and enjoyment from it as I did. Thank you, Councilman Penn, for being with us. I am stoked that you are an awardee for our Inspired Leaders Summit this year. Would you take a minute and introduce yourself to our audience? Tell them a little bit about your journey and how you got into leadership. Yes, well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here, Tara, um, to, to be a part of what you have um, going on, you know, with this summit. And so for me as a leader, it started as an early kid, you know, with my mother going to Sunday school, <laughs> you know, and, and um, I remember one day um, the Sunday school teacher showed up late <laughs> and, and the class needed to start. And my mom was like, well, you teach the class. Like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the same age of the kids. No, she was like, you still, you know, you study the book, you teach the class. And, and I think that was the first time, like I, I was so nervous, but then I really enjoyed like just sharing the word of God with my peers. And then from there um, in elementary school, I became a part of student government. And then being a part of student government it helped me become a leader in the school. And then, you know, eventually um, I went up to high school and became the SGA president. So I think it started at an early age with my mom just letting me know that leaders have to step up. And I and that just stood up, you know, that that always stand out for me that leaders have to step up. And so it, it started at an early age. You know, what struck me in all of those stories is that you were stepping into and being called to be a leader among your peers, right? Like yeah. at, Sunday school, at the high school level, at the student government level, like you are representing those that you stand shoulder to shoulder with. Can you tell me a little bit about what that's like for you? That's, um, you know, it's a, it's a scary <laughs> experience at first, because these are peers, people who know you as you know, the silly core, the playful core, you know, um, playing sports or, you know, even times where I was hurt and they saw me crying. You know, these yeah. are people who know me so well and to say now, hey, let me lead you. <laughs> let me help, you know, yeah. lead this organization or this group and let's come together. That's scary at first, but it's rewarding at the same time because now you can work together with people who, you know, who do know you and you can help create change, you know, in that particular area, even if it's school or if it's your community or if it's your athletic team, whatever it is, you can help create positive change. And so, again, I, at first it was scary, but it was also rewarding at the same time. I love that so much. So many times um, 
and you know, I'm a life coach for leaders and with leaders and I teach them coaching skills too. And what's always stood out to me as fascinating is that no matter what level they're at in their career, what salary they make, what title they have, degrees, there's still sometimes the experience of feeling like an imposter and you hear the imposter syndrome, but it really is being vulnerable. And I think feeling it like you did, like, like that scary feeling with your peers, like what advice would you have to someone who's facing that dilemma where they're feeling like maybe they don't belong or who are they to speak up and stand up? What, what would you tell them? You know what, what I realized everybody is created to do something amazing, <laughs> you know? And uh, when you find that, that 10, cause we all have that 10, you know, it's something that we just, you wake up in the morning and you just can do it. You can just, you don't have to, to fight it. You just go and jump into it. And when you find that, you can't be afraid to step out and lead in that area. And so what I encourage people, one, is to never give up. You're going to have those challenging moments in life where you see fear, like I spoke about. I, I was a little nervous at first, but I, I continue to strive. I continue to work towards it. Whatever it is, I never gave up. And that fear left. You know, and sometimes you still get nervous sometimes, but you realize that you are here to do something to help change the world. You know, and that's what it is about everybody from the I, I, I um, one of my favorite people in the world is, is this guy named Tony and Tony worked for Walmart. And every day, if I go in Walmart, Tony, hey, Mr. Penn, how you doing today? How can I help? I'm like, man, he's making me feel good. <laughs> you know, I wish we had more Tonys. And so. What I encourage everybody is whatever that is, you are making a difference. Know that you, you are making a difference. So go and do it. That's right. I, I completely agree. Like the risk of feeling fear is so much less than the risk of not showing up in your full capacity and doing what you're meant to do. I completely agree. Yeah. What is lighting your heart up these days? What are you focused on? How are you growing personally? <laughs> You know, um, in, in today, we, we had a situation where I think serving, I, I, I use that, I know that's a big, it's, it's broad, but serving the community, like figuring out what can we do better, mm. right? Like what can we do better as people to help people, <laughs> you know, to help each other. And so for me, you know, right now we know COVID is going on, schools are shutting down. And so parents need somewhere for their kids to go. And as a director at the Boys and Girls Club, okay, we don't want our kids sitting at home by themselves. We want to make sure they're getting food. And so what we're going to do, we're going to open our clubs open um, next week for the kids to come in, even when, you know, school is, is shutting down. And so I'm excited because parents say, and Mr. Penn, thank you so much. Thank you for, for helping us. Thank you for coming up with an idea to serve your community. And so for me, was like, you know, making me excited. It's just being able to serve. Now, that's as the Boys and Girls Club, club director. But even as a city council person, 
I had a meeting today with a, a community action group and they want to see litter in it um, gone in their communities and blight gone in their communities. And I'm working towards creating a program to help that. And so my ultimate goal is just to serve the people. And, and, and that's what I'm working towards right now. That is so exciting on so many levels. Thank you for the work that you're doing in the world. Yeah, thank you. Let me ask you one more question. Okay. If, if, for those young people that you lead or for the students that you work with and, and the people that are up and coming in, in the community wanting to serve in this way, wanting to make a real difference, what is your number one piece of advice that you would share with them? Number one. So um, I don't know if, I, if I'm answering more than one. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So that's a great question. And so it's three things that I always encourage every leader to imagine. The first thing you have to do is see your organization different, see your community different, see whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Imagine, imagine you have to see it before it happens. So imagine, but you can't stop at a imagining we have to move to igniting. And so I imagine where I want to go. And now I need to ignite ideas and programs to make that manifest. Right. Yeah. And then after igniting, we can't just stop there because many times people is like, oh, I accomplished this task. I'm good. No, you're not good. You need to inspire the next person to do it. So you have to move to inspiring the next generation to imagine, ignite, and guess what happens? They're going to inspire the next generation. And that's what I encourage people to do. Imagine, ignite, and inspire. I love that because it really is a circle that self-fulfills, right? Like you, you just keep getting, it's not even a circle. It's like an escalator up. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It just, <laughs> we just keep moving. And that's the ultimate goal because the next person who comes after me in any of my positions I'm in right now, they should take it to the next level. And I want them to be better than I. They yeah. should learn from my mistakes. And they should be better going in. And people are like, oh, man, they, he did more than what he, he should have did. You know, I want him to do more. Learn from our her. I want them to do more. Uh, and so um, that's, I, I, I totally agree. It, it's always moving up, never down. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here with me. Before we go, was there anything that you would want to make sure that our audience members know or that they take home with them and sort of let, let resonate with them? You know, I, what I encourage, you know, this, you know, the audience and everyone, just the love. I think love is, is, is powerful. It changes the world if we just love. And I think we have to just come together as a community and just work together. I think that's the biggest thing. We are more, we are more powerful together than separate. We are, and I, you know, I teach this, I've got two little girls and I, I tell them this riddle all the time. Like, what is the one thing that you have more of the more you give away? And the answer is love. Like the more that you can create that loving energy, the more capacity you have to serve and to continue to make that better, brighter future. Oh, Corey. Yeah, I love that. I love, I love your mission. I love what you're about. I love so much about what you're doing. Thank you for being who you are in this world. 
Hey, thank you. Thank you. It's been an honor. It is my joy and honor too. If you enjoyed this episode, you have got to join me in the Leaders Coaching Mentorship, where you get the coaching, mentoring, and skills that you need to live your most inspired life and to love leading others. Join us today at leaderscoachingmentorship.com.